Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday February 12th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. The NCA aired a new PSA during the pregame for last night's Super Bowl, utilizing commercial inventory that had previously been used to promote March Madness, per SBJ's Ben Portnoy. This year, the association chose to tout its recent efforts, as NCA SVP of Business Performance Brian Higgins tells Portnoy, we thought with all the other things we were doing in the national office, to do more for our student-athletes and hopefully change some of the image of the NCA, that it would be a better use of that 30-second spot to talk about the holistic student-athlete model and the mental health services that are going to be available for students. Utah AD Mark Harlan talks with the Mercury News John Wilner and John Canzano.com's eponymous publisher about how the AD job has changed over the years and says, let's start with the things that are the same. It's still an awesome, awesome job. I love the energy of working on a campus. I love being around, here we have about 600 student-athletes representing so many sports just getting after their life dreams. When I go to practice, it always grounds me and reminds me of that because of everything that's swirling around we're still blessed to be around these 17, to, I guess right now with Cam Rising, what is he, 25? These 17, to, 25-year-olds and watch them grow. And that hasn't changed for me, and the joy of it. When you come into the office every morning, the things you're working on are certainly different. I do spend a lot of time with our collective leadership and talking to them. Obviously with the conference changes, all of that work that went into all of that, and now, of course, the next phase of it, the transition into the Big 12. Harlan also points to the severity of the challenges facing the NCAA. Seemingly every time you're not looking you miss something. Look no further than last week. I jump on an airplane and by the time I land, the whole idea of recruiting with NIL could be back on the table thanks to our friends in Tennessee. So, it's always something different but that's part of the challenge and part of the opportunity and that's why I still love it. Dartmouth men's basketball student-athletes will vote on unionization on March 5th. The vote will go down on the Hanover campus. Dartmouth has until February 20th to appeal the NLRB regional director's decision, which it says it will do. Sportico's Michael McCann and Daniel Libet break down potential arguments coming in Tuesday's Tennessee and Virginia case against the NCAA. Notably, even if the judge agrees on the underlying legal issues of the case, obtaining an interim remedy can be tricky and requires threading a needle. Judges often find if a TRO isn't warranted, neither is a preliminary injunction, both require a showing of irreparable harm, among other factors. To boost their argument, the attorney generals warn the stakes now are altogether different. While a TRO would have lasted until there is a PI hearing, literally one week, from February 6 to February 13, a PI would last until a trial. No trial date has been set and likely would not occur for months, or longer. So Scrimetti and Meyer stress in their new brief that the amount of harm suffered by players will balloon if forced to wait until the end of trial. Expect the NCAA to argue they still lack a credible argument for irreparable harm since the kinds of damages at stake are either curable by monetary damages, compensating the athlete for earning less in NIL than they might have without NCAA restrictions, or too speculative and conjectural for legal redress, maybe a recruit would have picked a different school and had a different athletic career and life in a different world of NIL. Tennessee has retained Bill Burke of the Washington DC-based firm Quinn Emanuel Urquhart and Sullivan to take on the NCAA. Burke is known for previously serving as President George W. Bush's special counsel, sending Martha Stewart to jail and representing New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, among other notable names. Burke and his team of attorneys will provide legal counsel and investigate matters in connection with allegations of rule violations by the NCAA. 
Burke charges $2,250 per hour and his junior associates have an $880 per hour rate, but the lawyers have agreed to discount our standard hourly fees by 15% for this matter, according to the contract, which was signed on December 4, almost two months prior to reports that there was an NIL investigation going on. Also of note is the Vols changing lawyers, having previously retained Bond, Shunek and King for its prior NCAA investigation. The Knoxville News Sentinel's Adam Sparks observes, this time, UT retained a lawyer who specializes in white-collar crimes and government and regulatory litigation. It relates well to the Tennessee Attorney General's federal lawsuit, which is challenging the NCAA's rules under antitrust laws and running parallel to the NCAA investigation into the university. NIL rules are being challenged as unlawful in a case that could reach Washington, where Burke is a seasoned insider. Distribution of the Pac-12's intellectual property rights continues to be a subject of talks between Washington State and Oregon State and the 10 outbound members, and one person involved in the process tells John Canzano.com's namesake, we are continuing to work through the exact language. The goal is to arrive at a place where both the conference and the departing schools are able to use the archival material. Another notes that the conference owns all the IP and there's value to it. At least two documentary film production companies, including one from Amazon Studios, are already inquiring about a project documenting the league's downfall, and another source tells Canzano, the idea of a documentary was briefly discussed. Somebody is going to do this, we think. You're either involved with it or you're not. If we want to see it done accurately, we should probably be engaged. Other unknowns moving forward include the fate of the Sam Ramon production facility, what happens with the Pac-12 social media channels, and who owns the league's data. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, February 12th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.